Holy moly! You know what time it is. Texas weather equals Bitcoin hash rate plunge. Polygon attracts a shit ton of developers. Ark Invest is on a buying spree. Chaos to clarity, noise to narrative. It is time for some rare bits. Can NFTs democratize art patronage? Will crypto empower underdeserved artists? Could Web3 revitalize mural art? Today, I hope to get the answer to these questions and more from our guest winners. She is an Appalachian muralist shaking up the art world with her imaginative paintings and always causing a ruckus along the way. Before we shift to winners, we're going to take a quick market pulse, kind of a timestamp of the day. We have the Crypto Greed and Fear Index from Extreme Greed to greed to fucking neutral. The Crypto Green and Fear Index today is down 12 degrees instead of 51. Is your Bitcoin sentiment neutral? What is happening? The fucking heat map is blood red. It shows just a shit ton of red and not the good red. Forbes just launched their own crypto wallet. That is going to be one of their keys to onboarding all the people with gray hair. Bitcoin is down on the 24-hour. It's trading around the $40,000 mark. ETH is around $2,400 down, $2,400, excuse me. And Solana's, it's in the 80 range. Atmospherics are in. Enter Witters, my favorite Appalachian muralist and NFT artist. Witters, we are about to take a deep dive into crypto art and NFTs. I would love it if you give us like a three-minute origin story highlighting the moment you minted your first NFT artwork. And that is going to set us up for some rapid-fire questions, which are going to help us decipher the code on the creative vision that you are building in Web3. Winners, how the fuck are you? I am so good, Beat. Uh, you are like, a, I wish I could bottle you and just put you in my pocket. Just bring me everywhere I go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that I've missed you dearly. Um, the the journey in crypto started initially with shit coins, right? So um, I have a, I, I guess like what I considered success in real life. Like I have my own gallery in North Carolina, um, up in the mountains, um, and so I wanted to like have more freedom to be able to go and do murals in other locations. Cause like what they don't tell you when you uh, really aspire to be a street artist is they're not going to pay you for a long time <laughs> um, to in make those installations. Uh, you have to make a name for yourself and where I have that and I'm commissioned in North Carolina, I wanted to leave North Carolina. Um, so Let's see, in 2022 was the first time that I had left by myself to go uh, do a mural, and I was commissioned by an NFT project, and that was the Crypto Skulls, and they paid me in Crypto Skulls. Um, unfortunately, it was after the Gary V pump, but, you know, neither here nor there. I still got paid, um, and that was the first out-of-state um, uh, adventure I'd been by myself. I hadn't been off the mountain by myself and I am going on 35. 
So I was 34 at the time. So if that tells you how sheltered I am, um, <laughs> that, that that's how it began. Um, so I got into to shit coins, we're trading those, got into different NFT projects like Crypto Skulls. Uh, that's where I met Justin. Um, Justin augmented my mural um, for Crypto Skulls. And, um, and then now I'm signed by his company, Art House, which is ripped by WME. Um, and yeah, uh, that led to the, so that was then the following year was whenever I minted my very first um, or like put my art on chain and that was my collection pixel Polaroids where I did uh, art installations in Miami and New York and uh, a total of three that made up the collection um, and I animated those those frames that made up that collection were what was minted um, and now we're burning them and going to to the the best blockchain, uh, in my opinion, uh, Bitcoin. So that's the that's the the summation. <laughs> I appreciate you being concise. Are you ready to get into some nitty gritty? Lord, yeah. All right, here we go. Have you ever purchased crypto while standing in line for coffee? <laughs> I have. Is there any value in owning a board ape if you were to purchase one today? No. Nope. Do you think most physical artworks will have a digital twin for provenance? Oh, I hope so. Do you think cryptocurrency empowers underdeserved artists by democratizing patronage? Absolutely. Should collectors be able to publicly display provocative NFT art in virtual worlds that break community decency rules? Ooh. Oh, man. Uh, so I'm just going to say no on that one. Um, but I could see, you know, more provocative art being displayed um, if that was an artist that had the intention for that. But if it's just, you know, um, something that is targeted in, in just a bad way, then I, I don't think that that should be allowed. But I also don't think that art has bounds. So it's such, it's such an interesting type of Okay, listen, Witters. Um, you mentioned several influential artistic mentors, one like your grandmother and two, Stephen Shoemaker, who, who helped nurture you kind of as you were growing as an artist. Have you found time or a place for you to pay it forward to younger artists? Yeah, absolutely. I That's what I do. So I um, do a program for underprivileged uh, children that are in my area. I do free painting classes for them. And in my gallery, my gallery is like kind of, it's kind of fancy. And so instead of them having to trudge through the, the bureaucracy of the local um, like arts council, they have a nice place that they can bring, you know, their family and have have something to be proud of that they've created outside of school. So I, uh, a lot of my prints, um, some of the proceeds um, that I sell in my gallery goes to funding that kind of initiative. I love if that was one thing, like I want to be, you know, a world street artist and I, I would love to be a teacher. So those are the, the two things. Share a painting you felt achieved your goal of provoking your thought promotion of love the one that i just did and it's called this one and it's thought provoking and i got so much shit over the look on their faces being forlorn 
and the the mural is about the people that have worked um, in my area or if you've ever worked for anything in your entire life like and and really had that hard working and perseverance that it takes just to survive that mural encapsulates um, everything that um, that it takes to to actually survive and love and and be like part of a community so um, that one is currently my favorite and um, that would be what what I would say has becoming a new mother impacted or inspired your art oh my gosh so so damn much um I am so much more intentional okay a really quick story I promise it'll be quick um so I brought my daughter to the mural I was just speaking about oh man I'm gonna start crying V don't don't do this to me. So I brought it to her. I brought her to it and she said, mommy paint this. And she's not even three yet. And, um, and I was like, yeah, that that's where I go. When mommy says she's going to work, I come here and I paint. And she said, good job, mommy. And I, and I've never like people blow up my head while I'm painting and I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. Thanks. Um, but when she said it, I lost it. I was a hysteric. I'm about to be a hysterical mess right now. Just thinking about that. But um, so I'm much more intentional. I am. Uh, I try to. I try to impress her at at any given uh, <laughs> opportunity that I have. Has your daughter changed your creative process? Yes, absolutely. So I normally I'm one of those painters that will paint three days straight and then go crash. I obviously cannot do that um, with with her. Um, so she's taught me to be like have time management. Like um, it's hard for an artist to turn turn on and off that creativity switch, and there's ebbs and flows in that. She helped me find that in a more uh, synchronous pattern, um, and as opposed to um, you know how I was doing it before. And I don't procrastinate as much because I, I know I don't have the, the time allowance now. Worst place to do a mural? Oh, somewhere where there's not a bathroom. <laughs> What's your favorite firearm? My favorite? Oh, okay. Um, oh, this is a tough one. So, I mean, I, I collect AR-15s. Um, the one that I just got, I'm completely blanking on the make but it's very pretty um it it has a gold barrel and stock and a black graphite um uh body so like it um it, it's my current most favorite because it's just so pretty pilsner or ipa ipa and i think over 60 percent of the top fashion companies currently have some form of nfts in play or in the works because it's a better way to connect with their audience and you you are already pushing the boundaries do you think it's i mean it's 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 important right it's it's a magical way for artists to tune in to their collector absolutely i feel like my profit is finding a more connected uh collector base because like the what i have now it's IRL, my traditional, you know, art on canvas or even like in the streets that are, you know, right outside of my gallery. 
those people I've grown up with, they're gonna, you know, be sweet to me because like we go to church together or like I have been because I haven't been to church in a hot minute. But um, it, it just like, I found people that will give me real criticisms um, and real, um, it's like real time feedback that other people that I was traditionally used to as an artist we're not, and, and I love that. Do you think that the creation of physical murals is going to make way into selling VR land parcels that are digitally mastered by, by artists? How far off are we from that? I think incredibly close. Um, and I have thought, and that's why I'm so, you know, hyper bricked up over um, AR and VR, because um, you can have the, the reality that is before you and you can choose whether or not to open it a little bit further and kind of like go into a, a, a parallel universe. Um, and I'm extremely interested in that because that means I could draw my mural on my iPad and have it displayed in like, you know, like Dubai or something. And I, I, I'm not having um, the fear of it getting bombed on or taken down or, you know, different things. And I just think that it's a cool layer to add to our, to our world that we have now. Do you think Bitcoin ordinals are going to appreciate more than Bitcoin itself long-term? Ooh, I think the one versus one is easier for me to wrap my head around because I definitely think some of the ordinals that are going on chain now will, you know, be worth more than one Bitcoin. Um, I do view ordinals as a store of Bitcoin. And so that's why I'm very meticulous as to what ordinals are in my wallet. And if I don't see them, as a store of, of Bitcoin, then I'm not going to be purchasing them. So that's why I have things like um, OMBs, Hashlings, Ruptures Art. Like th those are the staples that I see um, that it, my Bitcoin is, I mean, nothing's ever safe, but I, I feel like I'm holding my Bitcoin within those ordinals. And, and Witters, I always kind of gear this podcast around people that are new to the ecosystem or thinking about getting into it. So do you think collectors should care more more about lower mint numbers? Is is it the the old set that's going to have the value, or is it the art? I think, and this is an excellent question. I think if you're intentional, the sat itself is your canvas. So I can't think of any instance in the traditional world where the canvas is more valuable than the art that's on it. So I'm going that that's. That's my that's my viewpoint on it. First time you rented a car by yourself. Oh, uh, it here was here recently. Um, was it that truck when I, when I when I helped you on your mural? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. And and so just so the audience knows, give us your approximate age at the time of your first car rental. Thirty-four. Do you have a motorcycle license? I do not. Do you drive a motorcycle? I do not. Do you have a ute? I do not. How did you first get introduced to crypto? My brother, when I was pregnant, he sent me the OpenSea link and he was like, you should put your art on this. And I opened it and I was like, this looks sketch as fuck. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not putting my art on 
weird place. Um, but I did join Twitter and um, and I just started. I'm such a looker before I p- participate in anything. That's why I all of my, um, I mean, I've been in Ordinal since February of last year. I was in ETH like middle of 2021, and but I didn't drop till 2022. I like to spend as much time in the ecosystem that I would put my art on just so I understand exactly what I'm doing and um, and kind of get all the information that I can. Can you shoot a crossbow? I can. Biggest crypto win in the space? So a shitcoin named, so it's kind of tied because the floor price on OMBs right now um, would technically be my best win, but I um, that's not realized gains. So um, I'm going to go with the shitter Bambi. Um, I made 30K on, on Bambi. Bambi was a good one. Biggest loss in the crypto space? Cool. Uh, you name it. Just like all of the shitters that I've, I've put my money in. Um, I have a hit rate of like one out of five. So <laughs> lots of losses on shit coins. Are ordinals pushing innovation on Bitcoin? They are. The only thing is I am a big uh, proponent to not doing that on Bitcoin. I think the things that have been done on ETH and especially Solana, like the innovation that is trying to be pushed on Bitcoin, it works so much more efficiently on Solana um, that like, why not just use Solana for that use case? Let Bitcoin be the, you know, the holy grail art chain um, and, you know, that that store of value that it was intended for. And I know there's a lot of people that do not agree with me, but um Certain things just haven't worked on other chains, so why repeat that? You think ordinals are a passing fad, or is it something that is going to be enduring? I think out of any um, possibility, especially for art, um, the the permanence of ordinals um, will be a forever thing. That my my art that will be inscribed will outlive me and my daughter. So I'm I'm absolutely real to to have it there give me a favorite coin 10 years from now what 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 coin is going to and and the reason why i say this listen i'm a proponent of bitcoin i have learned through my years that to become a maxi in anything is a mistake things evolved and changed so quickly and witters it's so funny that you bring up solana it is there's no room there's no discussion where Solana is brought up, where people are like, yeah, that's that thing doesn't really work. Everybody's like, it's easier, it's faster. Um, interestingly enough, I, I think Killer Bears just announced that they are going to be migrating to Solana. It's it's such an interesting thing. So, yeah, sorry to cut you off. Give me a 10-year ten ten-year, ten-year call for one coin. I mean, I would probably go, um, yeah, I mean, I honestly think, and this is a hot hot topic, but I think Solana will outperform ETH. I'm also very interested in DSI. So I I graduated with a BS in chemistry. And so like I'm a huge, huge nerd. And I think um, D, 
decentralized scientific, um, you know, discoveries and, and being able to put like a more easily accessible uh, way to use the, the different things that are, that are happening in the, the scientific realm. And there's multiple coins that are within that DSI umbrella. Waters, um, I'm dead. Has OP cat been found? <laughs> Let's go, Team Dead. Uh, um, Opcat, I actually found out some really cool. If if anybody has been watching the the Bitcoin forums, there might be you know a number for the Opcat BIP. So that that's huge. It's being seen by bigger, you know, Bitcoin maxis and, and part of Bitcoin core. That's huge. And that was the whole goal, right? Like, yeah, it's an ordinal. It's a project. Awareness. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, just and, and that's I, I think that's one of the reasons why I asked you the question just about Bitcoin pushing new narratives, because they are bringing recognition to things that didn't work when Bitcoin came out with technology advancements that we have today, they might work now. So I love that these discussions are happening, talking about this protocol. It's super interesting what it has the potential to do for Bitcoin. There's right up on it in my Substack that's super easy to digest and swallow if anyone's interested. All right, Witters, two more questions. One, do you think as an artist, collaborative working is beneficial? I think the more the merrier. I love working with other artists. The where I see some artists is essentially kind of piggybacking off of another, um, and they'll just keep repeating that um, pattern, and they kind of get in that cyclical of just depending on someone. So I think like just stay true to yourself. I think art is always better when it's done by, you know, multiple hands. I just think that that's super cool. You absolutely exemplify doing that. I think watching you do murals across the country and collaborate as different events are happening, it's been inspirational to see. Last question, do you think IRL events are important? Oh my goodness, yes. That connection that we have, I mean, we talk to each other more than we probably talk to our own family. Getting to see see those people, give them a, a hug is, it just like solidifies, especially as an artist and you get to actually meet your collectors, just like shake their hands and, and tell them thank you is huge just, just for me. Maybe that's not shared by everyone, but I... I really think that it's a, a wonderful thing. And we, I feel like we all need to get out and touch more grass, period. And so that's a good excuse to do so. Winners, you're awesome. Thank you for joining us. We keep it short and sweet here. That is the show. Remember, the rabbit hole runs deep. Get your daily dose of crypto clarity in my Substack. All of Winner's links are going to be posted in the podcast episode, which will be up shortly. Search Rare Bits everywhere. Listen, like, subscribe, and share. Thank you guys for tuning in. Boom!